back to a new week eight edition of the All Out Blitz podcast. You're back here with both of us, Jeff. And Brady. Ready to talk week eight. Yes. That's almost halfway through this 2020 season. Yep. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Never even thought we'd get here, to be honest with you. Mm, Who knew? Who knew? Let's start off with a little news. Um, Seahawks make a trade with the Cincinnati Bengals. Pick up Carlos Dunlap, defensive end. Yeah. Seahawks make a splash by trading a lineman and a conditional pick later on <laughs> for a very good veteran pass rusher. Something they desperately, desperately need there in Seattle if they're going to make a postseason run. That was really the biggest transaction. Uh, Dallas released, of course, because the, the, the trade area is upon us. Um, trade deadline looming next week. Uh, Dallas released veteran defensive tackle Don Terry Poe and also cornerback Daryl Worley. So they seem to be making some moves just simply by cutting people. Dallas is in shambles right now. Yeah. We were just talking before this, and I'm going to go out on a limb and just state that it's a even <laughs> it's an even battle between the worst team in the NFL right now between the Cowboys and the Jets. They're both almost on the toilet. They're flushed. They're already down the tube. It's week 8. <laughs> They're down the tube. It ain't it's not good. The only thing keeping Dallas alive is the horrible NFC East. Yeah, the toilet division of the NFL. Um or the 2020 season anyways. Yeah, so um, not much else going on there uh, as far as, you know, big moves or changes or anything like that. Nope. Um, let's talk a little bit about, you know, we're, we're coming to the close here of October, right? Yep. It's October 29th right now. This month um, went by fast. It did. It flew by. This whole year's flying fast, thankfully. It hopefully is, we can just leave surprising. it in the rearview mirror and hopefully 21's better. It is, which is pretty surprising um, because the whole entire year has been crappy. Yeah. So let's, let's, uh, they just, NFL just released the players of the month for the month of October, even though, yes. even though there's a game tonight, <laughs> which just means Falcons, Panthers, sorry. You guys got no players worth it right now. Um, yeah. Let's talk NFC Players of the Month. This goes back to week four, so a little bit of September as well. Um, offensive NFC Player of the Month, quarterback Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady. Uh, that's arguable. It is. It is. When you look simply at stats, uh, I was I was trying to dig into this too because I was thinking I'm like you know he's been having he's been having a really good last couple of weeks here. Yeah. Um. The only quarterback, I think, in, in the NFC, include, and, and the reason this is in the NFC that's even close right now, is Russell Wilson. Now, this past game against the Cardinals really kind of threw him under a bus for that because he threw three picks, did not have a good football game. Yeah. That really lowered his his stat line to show how impressive he was prior to that game. The only other quarterback close out on the NFC side, Kyler Murray. Between yards, completion percentage, touchdowns, and interceptions. What about Matt? 
Ebert appears. Yeah, but but here's here's the problem, right? Who's winning? That's ultimately what this is going to come down to. Tom's up there because he is he's playing good. He threw, threw for 1,100 yards, 13 touchdowns, and passer rating of 110. He's having a very good last four weeks. Mm. There's a couple that are up there, but his team's winning. Yeah, it's it's arguable, though. So um, he's playing great football, but uh, outside of the Green Bay Packers game, which uh, they trounced, their schedule has been pretty easy, to be honest with you. And it's just, it just it seems to get that way going. We'll talk about that later on. Yeah. Uh, defensive player of the month, safety, Arizona Cardinals, my man, Buda Baker. Yeah. Perhaps, arguably, the best name ever. 31 tackles, two sacks, two interceptions, one forced fumble. That's a heck of a month for that safety right there. Uh, special teams player of the month, punter from the Rams, Johnny Hecker. Listen to this. 21 punts in the past month. 13 of those punts dropped inside the 20. Absolutely phenomenal. Net average, 42.5-yard punt, longest 63-yarder. Johnny Hecker's a beast. Uh, hmm. Let's move to the AFC players a month. Offensive. Running back Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry. I could see how that could be arguable. But I, I, would, I would agree. I could just see how it would be arguable. Anything is arguable. We can argue about the dumbest things in the world, my man. You know that. Oh, we do. But Derrick Henry, leading rusher, first of all, in the NFL. 344 yards rushing, 55 receiving yards, five rushing touchdowns in the past four weeks. That's a really, really good stat line. This one's pretty awesome uh, as far as stat line goes. Defensive player of the month for October. Defensive end, Cleveland Browns, Miles Garrett. 14 tackles, six sacks, four tackle for loss, two forced fumbles. He has been an absolute dominant monster so far this season. Big plays from that man there. Clubbing know, people never... one year with helmets and stuff. Was one guy. <laughs> to, uh, to, to come back and make it a name for himself in, the, in a good light here. Um, special teams kicker Miami Dolphins Jason Sanders. Perhaps the only kicker to not miss a field goal or... A point after. He went 11 for 11 on field goal, 7 for 7 for PATs, with a total of 40 points for those Miami Dolphins. Cool. Nice. Nice. Uh, let's start talking football now. Let's start talking week eight. Uh, we kick it off in about six hours. Atlanta, California. California. They're not. They're from Atlanta against Carolina. Carolina, that's what it is. The California Panthers. <laughs> The Atlanta Falcons travel to North Carolina to take on the Panthers. Divisional game here. Um, they've ruled out Christian McCaffrey. He practiced slightly this week. They did not take him off of IR just yet. But uh, good for us. Before we dive into this, though, you know I'm really disappointed with the primetime games this week. I think they are garbage. Yeah. And I say that because I mean I understand my team's on there. Okay. Um playing good football for all of you know up, apparently up until the last minute of the fourth quarter play good football yeah. uh carolina panthers not looking so bad here's a quick interesting note for you teddy b 
right? Teddy Bridgewater, starting quarterback, Carolina Panthers, yeah, has never lost as a starter to the Atlanta Falcons. Wow. Yeah. Um, now nah, it's only a couple games. It's not that much. But anyway, interesting little stat, though. But Mike Davis still back there in running back position for the Carolina Panthers. Who are you taking this one? I'd hope Falcons. It's going to be close. I'd I think. hope Falcons, but they're probably going to lose. In the last 36 seconds? Nope. No? Nope. They're just going to lose the whole, just outright, just get trounced? No, it's going to be a second half thing again. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. In the last 36 seconds of the game, they're going to lose it. <laughs> well, not that. I mean third and fourth quarter. I know. Like the first two games they did, or first three. I know that. Last week, we lost in the last minute and nine seconds. We lost, we lost in the nine seconds. One minute and nine seconds. It wasn't one minute. It That's was, what they had to drive down the field. See, we're arguing about stuff. It was three seconds and we lost. Correct. But we were winning the game up until the Lions had one final drive with a minute and nine seconds to go. So all I'm saying is, is this going to be a last-second defeat once again? It's not. It's going to be a last-two-quarter defeat. Or a quarter, I guess. Okay, anyway. So who are you taking, then? Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay. Well, last week, thanks to the Detroit Lions, after my one-game winning streak of choosing the other team, I'm saying screw it, throwing it out the window. I'm taking the Falcons. And this is going to be a two-score win. 28-14 Atlanta. Yeah, man, get hope. It's all I do anymore. <laughs> it's going to be close. Like, I know that. Even if we lose, I know it's going to be close. All right, so we're both taking Atlanta here. Yeah. All right. Next game, once again, by the way, just to kind of throw this out there for people listening. Last week, we had you know our typical Toilet Bowl of the Week game and our All Out Blitz podcast game of the week. We had two last week because we could not decide which game last week was the actual game of the week. Yeah. To finish out October, of course, this is Sunday, November 1st, but I'm going to say finish out October. Yeah. This is going to be the All Out Blitz podcast game of the week. The Pittsburgh Steelers battling their division rival in Baltimore, the Baltimore Ravens. Of course, the Steelers, the only undefeated team at 6-0, and taking on the Ravens, which are 5-1. and now, Lamar Jackson not looking like Action Jackson this year like he was last, but they're still putting together wins. Who are you taking? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yep. <sighs> I say that because not only because they're the only undefeated team, but also because they are playing like a playoff team. They're playing like a Super Bowl team right now. They are. It's going to be the first time. So like I'm going to take the like Ravens. Five years. It's been like, well, like five years they've been in the Super Bowl. Something like that. It's been a while. It's been a while. I'm taking the Ravens. Yeah. They're in Baltimore. <clears throat> they're coming back. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna make a comeback to show what they were early last year. Yeah, last they year. They were dominating teams. Last year. One like of these teams one play that Lamar Jackson. One had. of these teams is gonna give the Pittsburgh Steelers a fit, and I believe it's gonna be the Baltimore Ravens this week. Go. Cool. Awesome. Go. Cool. <laughs> Another division battle. Next game, by the way, New England Patriots in Buffalo taking on the Bills. Bills. 
taking the Bills as well. Bills strongly. Stamp approval, Bills. Oh, my gosh. There's the Brady stamp of approval once again. Stamp approval. Bills are winning. Because <laughs> since, ever since Cam Newton came back from uh, his COVID thing, he has not been playing like the Cam Newton we saw earlier this year, and they have been doing terrible. And who are they going to put in? Stidham? I'm pretty sure they haven't even put up 20 points since Cam Newton came back. So I think the Buffalo Bills, by the way, last week, of course, six field goals to beat the Jets. I think that's going to light a fire in them because they know they should have put up 40 on them. We were talking about this um, a while ago, and uh, I don't know if we ever talked about it here, but you said we should just take away just field goals just altogether. I'd love to get rid of kicking. Does anybody else realize, any listeners out there realize how many games have been ruined by kicking this season? Also, how many... There have been more than three. But how many kickers have missed... Not only field goals, okay, extra points, yeah, which is a chip shot. I think Butker missed three in one game, and that dude is typically money. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's been really bad this year. I don't know why. Yeah, I just say we were talking. You just just get rid of kicking kicking in general and just Just have him go for two every time. Four and four downs. You know, if you don't want to punt, don't even punt anymore. Who cares? Yeah. Just get rid of it. Sorry, McAfee. You know, for the brand, I'm all with you. But you know what? It's just ridiculous. Sorry, he's Johnny. Not, Sorry, Johnny Hecker. <laughs> he's um, <laughs> McAfee's not playing anymore. No, but, but <laughs> he'd be so mad if people are going to get get rid of kicking. But now, field goal kicking has been atrocious this year. Um, it is. You know, when you see when you see Gostowski miss one against Pittsburgh last week to send the game into overtime for the tight, that's just heartbreaking, man. That's happened so many times this year. Yeah, that's when you just go for a two. Let's just be done. Exactly. Let's just be done. It's uh, Kicking is just causing more issues. Just have kickers show days. up and just put them as Q, just label them as a QB. Just don't even have the kicker on, on roster. Just put another linebacker or wide receiver on, take up that spot. Who cares? Um... Yeah, it's tough. I don't know. So we're both taking Bills here. I think the Bills are going to win this one, definitely. Bills are going to win it. Um, they got to. They got to prove I to the Patriots that it's their time now. I want in that division. They're either. This could go either of two ways. They're either number one going to blow them out, or number two, it's somehow going to be close. Which I I'm kind of leaning more towards. It's going to be close. If it's going to be close. The Patriots have a better shot at winning this football game. Yeah, they Bill Belichick. It has his team built for those types of. I think it's the first time in like 500 years that the Patriots haven't um, been looking like a playoff team. No, there's there's some seasons where they don't look quite right early on, but then they fix it. You know, five games in, and then they end up running the table going like 11 and five, making the playoffs, go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but now it's week eight. I know. After seven games. But they still got a couple of wins under their belt. I mean... Um, Wish we could say the same. Yeah. They have two wins, you know, so that's it's a little better. <laughs> we have a chance. <laughs> the Bills are 5-2. and two, The Patriots are 2-4. and four. So it's, uh, Bills are sitting on top of that division. If they want to keep a good hold on this, they, want, they, they need to win this football game. Yeah. Um, next game will be interesting, I think, too. Uh, the Tennessee Titans traveling to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. I'm taking the Titans here. 
Um, well, I, I think there's potential to, to, to actually be a pretty good football game here. There is potential, but like right off the bat, it just like Tennessee is going to blow Tennessee is going to blow them out. Yeah, I mean the, the, the Titans are five and one. The Bengals are one and five, and the Bengals have had so many games that have been super close. It's just you know now they also lose their 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 pass rusher with Carlos Dunlap going to Seattle. So now they're just trashish. Well, they haven't been that good to begin with. They've been keeping games close, but you know they they need a couple I feel more like pieces. Joe Burrow, like every game, Joe Burrow's had like a good game. Oh, he's been playing. He's been playing amazing football for just a that his offensive line um, is terrible. Can hold up for like three seconds, and, and then, then everyone just comes colliding, and like they're not even there. And the defense isn't that good either. That's no. a, that's a problem. Is he could put up thirty points a game, and it's you know similar to what Atlanta does. They could put up 25, 30, 40 points a game sometimes, and the defense is going to give up more. That's yeah, just we didn't put up forty. That that's just how it's going to Against that's Dallas, just, I hate your technicalities. Knock it off already. <laughs> um, he catches me all the time on that. I just round. I round my numbers, and he has to say the exact. Because I exact know I pay attention. Anyway. You watch football, I pay attention. <laughs> I watch football. You watch the score. Uh, That's true. Titans. I think it's going to be... Eh, it'll be a one-score game, I think. I think it'll be a one-score game. Tennessee's going to blow them out. What? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yep. By passing or rushing, what's going to be Henry the biggest... Derrick Henry could take out three of the linemen at one time. <laughs> Awesome. I want to see him. I want to see him literally carry, like piggyback ride somebody for like twenty yards. That'd be awesome. I want to see him and Aaron Donald just run head to head at each other. Oh my god! I think we'd feel that here. That'd be like an earthquake. Whoa! That'd be ridiculous. That'd be awesome though. Um, awesome. We're both taking the Titans here. I think it's gonna be a one score game. You think it's gonna be a blowout? That's all right though. But either way, next game, Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Cleveland Browns. Ooh, Raiders. I'm leaning towards the Raiders as well. Uh, Why are you leaning towards the Raiders? They're just better than the Browns. Eh, they just lost OBJ. Now, he didn't really do anything for the majority of the season so far. That's true. OBJ out for the year, torn ACL. But Baker um, Mayfield has not been doing good his entire career. and His rookie season was great. And then after that, he fell off. <laughs> maybe, next this year, year, maybe next year we'll say the same for Joe Burrow. Yeah, this year, well, hopefully not. Hopefully he doesn't fall off. Hopefully he keeps getting better. For at least three years. Um, Ra- Raiders, I, I mean, I'm going to take the Raiders in this one. Good job. Um, Smart tips. Well, the reason, the reason being is, I mean, when you look at the Browns' schedule, it wasn't really the that tough. reason being, they're better. It just wasn't that tough. Raiders, I mean, if they can, and I said this when they got they got beat the week after they played the Chiefs, but when they played the Chiefs, it was it was a tough, tough game. Um. I just think the Raiders' defense is going to pick them back up here, and the offense will get something going against this Browns' defense. Cool. Pretty much about it. I think it's going to be a good game, though. Uh, I think it's going to be a. It's going to be a. Game. It's going to be a close game. Um, it's going to be a close game. It's going to be like twenty something to like twenty something. Twenty something to twenty something. It's going to be Raiders twenty seven, Browns twenty two. Interesting. Weird score. Yep. There you go. I win by five. Good deal. Next game. Next game. Indianapolis Colts take on the Detroit Lions. Lions. And Lions. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm going to take Maddie Stafford, DeAndre Swift, and Kenny Galladay. Yeah, Holiday. Over anything the Colts has to offer. <laughs> the Colts, as I've always been saying, are a back and forth team. Colts but, are four and two. So it's not terrible. Yeah. They're but. they're also a back and forth team with winning and losing. But um the Lions have kind of like a bumpy type of road that they've been on so far. Yeah, they haven't been playing super great football. I mean, when you look back to week one, they lose on a final pass to Swift in the end zone. They put together Never a couple really wins. Never really had possession of the ball. They came back last week and beat Atlanta. Um it's it's been interesting. Um yeah, I mean, I'll take the line. I think it's going to be a low scoring. It's going to be like 13-10 or something like that. It's, it's not going to be that that crazy of a game. One team, I can say, one team is going to be above 20. You think? One team's going to be above 20. So you're taking the Lions. So you're going to say they're going to be above 20. Maybe 21-13 Lions. Might be closer than that. <laughs> I'm saying it's going to be a close game because... Both teams are equally, like, mediocre. Interesting. Interesting. I don't even know what that word means, but... Awesome. Well, it's good usage of it anyway. Yeah. It's all right. (laughs) (laughs) We're both taking the Lions in this one. Um, Next game, big divisional game here in Lambeau Field, where the Packers are at home to take on the Minnesota Vikings. Packers, big I don't care if these games are usually close. I'm taking Packers, too. It's not going to be big. I don't care if uh, just because it's divisional, they play tough. I'm going to go with Minnesota is hot trash right now. And the Packers, with the exception of the one game against Tampa, are pretty much lighting the world on fire. I saw, like, earlier today, um, I was looking on players who could possibly be traded. And I saw um, Kyle Rudolph um, is on that list who could possibly be on the trade block. Yeah, there's there's a lot of players being <laughs> being rumored right now. Um, A.J. Green's one of them. A.J. Green, J.J. Watt, Will Fuller. There's a whole bunch that are potentially being... People are uh, saying Will Fuller could be going to Green Bay, actually, which would be would, a good pick for them. That would be sweet for Aaron Rodgers up there in Green Bay. With another... Will Fuller and Devontae Adams, that would be ridiculous. Um... Yeah, I'm going to take Packers here. They're at home, first of all, and Minnesota's just not playing good football. Yeah, which is Period. something which is something you never really see at like a team like Minnesota. You always expect them to be like a playoff team. Yeah, the last couple of years, maybe, but it's I mean it's close. They usually play. Well, they always get more than like seven like seven wins. Yeah, they usually play. Pre- last couple of years, they've been playing pretty good football. Uh, a lot of injuries this year. Um, just, I, I did. I did see a Dalvin Cook potentially maybe back, uh, which would be a great boost for them and, and put them in a position to to play a little closer. But I don't. I don't think they have a shot here against the Packers. No. Now that I'm realizing, um, the, back to like the Atlanta and Panthers game. I don't think Atlanta has played against McCaffrey this season since like the first time we faced uh, him. Nope, and we still lost the first time. Yeah. So, doesn't Fun. matter. <laughs> Um, next game uh, should be a slaughtering and should be fun to watch. Yes. Uh, where the Jets have to travel to Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. And Chiefs. 
I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Chiefs. Chiefs. Uh, so, I mean, Le'Veon Bell now at the Chiefs, yep. formerly of the Jets. Yep. We'll see how big of a role he plays. I think he didn't it's, it's going to be last week. I'm pretty sure he did a little. He had a couple carries. A couple carries, not much. Uh, are they going to give him a bigger role this week to try to get a little revenge against the Jets? Andy Reid doesn't typically play that kind of football. Um, I think he'll get his. I think he'll get his opportunities though. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see what happens. They're already, of course, asking Adam Gase about this, and Adam Gase is on the hot seat. No, just just saying. You know, you got to face Le'Veon Bell this week with the Chiefs, and he just comes off all cranky. So. Like, I don't care. So. <laughs> Doesn't matter if he's there or not. We're still gonna lose by fifty. Oh, yep. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take the Chiefs big in this one. They're yeah. at home. They're they have some fans in that stadium. They have since week one, so they're gonna have some fans there, and they're playing. The I'm awful, gonna be surprised if the Jets score one point in this game. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. They will. Um, They'll score at least a three. But but the Chiefs are definitely gonna take this one. Um, Can I talk like I want to talk for like a little bit about some off kind of news. Um, so I was reading this morning, and um, Antonio Brown was actually at uh, camp training today. Oh, he's he's with the Bucks right now. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Arians said um, he looks fantastic in camp. Yeah. Of course he does. So. His frostbite foot when he was with the Raiders is all healed. Yep. He doesn't have to use his brain to run fast. Well, yeah, we'll see what his brain to run. We'll see what happens when... Uh, See what his ego looks like when he doesn't get all the balls thrown his way. We'll see what we'll see what happens there. We'll see if it's fixed. If not, ugh, could be well. If one he really game. just wants a Super Bowl ring, which is probably why he showed up there. Yeah, that's really all that matters. Anyways, um, next game. Next game is going to be interesting. What is it? It is the very good playing twenty twenty L A Rams. Traveling to take on the post-bye week Tua-led Miami Dolphins, where Tua gets his first start at quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. At home in Miami. Rams. Taking the Rams? Yeah. Game's going to get postponed. Or not really postponed, but shortened because of the rain. They play in the rain, man. As long as there ain't no lightning. Could be. Taking the Dolphins. I'm taking Tua and the Dolphins in a win against the Rams. I'm not. It's all right. You don't have to. It's going to be a close game if they do win. You you say every game's close. It ain't going to be close. It's going to be a close game. It ain't going to be close. If if the Dolphins win, it's going to be a close game. If they want to see Aaron Donald chasing down Tua, we'll see what happens. I want to see him spare him. Because you know what happens? If Tua gets hurt, the beard comes back. Fitzmagic is here. They didn't trade him yet. Still sitting there. He might get traded. I doubt it. We'll I, see. I don't think you could get anything good out of him for dudes play for like six teams. It's all right though. He's been winning with the Dolphins. Just saying. Yes. Uh, yeah. Two is first game. It'd be interesting to watch. I'll probably I'll try to watch this one. I think it's going to be pretty cool. Um, Rams playing good football. Dolphins playing good as of late. See how how much they've gathered behind Tua here with Fitz now on the bench. Um, I feel like this year has been the kind of like surprise year for like teams that don't really seem like a playoff team are looking like a playoff team. Yeah. Like the Rams, the Bears, Steelers. Well, the Rams expected to be back in it. 
I mean, they were just a short couple of years what ago the they were in the Super Bowl. What about the, the Bears? Bears I, think the, I think the Bears are posers, first of all. But it wasn't maybe two years ago where they Bears. were in the playoffs. They had a very, very good season. Bears, I feel like if they keep playing the way they are, they could definitely be up for a divisional round. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It's going to be a tough one. A tough one. You're in the same division as the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. The Packers are playing really good football. Pittsburgh's playing like a playoff team. Yeah. Um, and which, like, every year they do, like, they do decent, but they never really, like, make it to the playoffs. This year they're playing like, we're making it. So you got the Rams, I got the Dolphins. Yep. Next game, Chargers-Broncos in Denver. Chargers-Broncos. Uh, I'm taking the Chargers. Broncos. Taking the rookie, Justin Herbert, to go and get his second win as an NFL quarterback. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's a different, different, different type of scenario when we were playing in Denver there with that. I'll say Chargers. Um, getting that one playing. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess Chargers then. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> That's tough because both teams are kind of just like, eh, this season. Justin Herbert is, in my opinion, definitely in the mix for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um, playing great, great football, stepping in there for Taylor after uh, you know that doctor decided to shove a needle through his lung. But uh, he's healthy now. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's Herbert's team now. It's there, there's no no change there. I, he's just playing great football. It's Thanks. it's really fun to watch him play. The the Broncos, on the other hand, ugh, I just oh, don't know. I just thought of something that um, could happen. I could see happening anyways. The Cowboys make a trade for Tyrod Taylor. I could make Yeah, it. but I don't I don't think the Bronc I don't think the Chargers would do that though, because they still need somebody to back Herbert up in case something's ha- something happens. That's why you have that insurance policy at Taylor sitting back there. You're not gonna dump him off in case you need him. I don't know. If they give up for the year, maybe. But I don't I don't see that happening. Um Next game, New Orleans Saints traveling to Chicago to take on the Bears. Saints. I would hope Bears, but again, realistically, the Saints. Bears. Again, realistically, the Saints. Bears. You're saying that because you're a Falcons fan. The Bears. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to take the Bears anyway because they're playing good football. The Saints are iffy. Crybaby's still out, so he's got a Emmanuel Sanders dinged up a little bit. We'll see what happens. If they can shut down, I'm going to go with the same thing I said last week. If the Bears defense, however, can shut down Kamara, they got a great shot. Again, Bears, realistically, Saints. Okay, who are you taking then? Pick. <laughs> I don't care who you pick. I'm just saying I'm taking the Bears. I would hope Bears, but realistically, the Saints. So you're going Saints? Sure. Okay, next game. Next game was our well, my pick for the game game of the week. week. But we ended up going Steelers Ravens because the records are close. Divisional game, always fun to watch. Uh, But this next game, the San Francisco 49ers playing good the last couple of weeks, starting to pull it back together, traveling into a rough place to play. Seattle taking on the division opponent Seahawks. 
Seahawks. I'm taking the Seahawks here too. They're going to get Carlos Dunlap up and in there, ready to chase down Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, I don't know if Adams is going to be back yet or not. I haven't heard anything how he's doing. If Jamal will be back, if he is, that would be great. I think they, they, they definitely would have. Uh, I don't want to say played closer because that game against Arizona last week was amazing. Um, Best but, game. This but season. I think that would have given. I think that would have given them the upper hand if Jamal was playing, just to be able to kind of contain Kyler a little bit more, give a little more depth to that secondary with his Would you say that game was game of the season? That was game of the year for sure so far in the entire NFL. Game of the NFL. Game of the year so far. Game of the the year for all time. Of all time. No, in 2020. Of all time. No. Ravens, or not Ravens, Cardinals and Seahawks. No. Um, They're all birds. It is. They all fly together. Uh, I'm taking Seahawks. Yep. They're at home. Yep. They still got Russell. They're still good. <laughs> They're a phenomenal team. They only um, lost like once. Yeah. No biggie. Uh, you got Seattle. I got Seattle. We're moving on. Next game. Last two primetime games prime time. of the week. Now, I, I mentioned how disappointed I was with primetime games. Falcons-Panthers. Two... I'm still going to call them mediocre teams, even though the Falcons only have one win. I still call them mediocre. Uh, this next game, though, coming from the Turlet Division, NFC East, again, the Turlet Bowl of the Week the from game. the All Out Blitz podcast. The Dallas Flush Boys against the Philadelphia Turtles. I mean, Turd Eagles. Turd Cowboys Eagles. Turd Eagles. I just don't even know what to think about this. You have the Ben DiNucci-led Dallas Cowboys <laughs> taking on Broken Wentz. I don't even know what to say here. Eagles are going to win this tie, They're going to tie 3-3. Three to three. No, Eagles are going to win this game. They, they, have been, they haven't been playing bad the last couple of weeks, but this is still a terrible football game. They're going to tie 3-3. Three to three. I just don't even know what the Cowboys, what's happening with Dallas right now. Team's falling apart without Nick. They really are. They they should drive to wherever That's Dak exactly is right why he's now. A franchise QB because and, and, the team falls apart without him. And just Jerry Jones should drive that Brinks truck himself to Dak's house right now because literally they weren't playing good to begin with because the defense was horrible. Now that Dak is down, the offense can't move four yards because Zeke is an overrated, overpaid running back. Yeah, that's right. I said it. Jeff Stamp of Zeke being overrated. I said it. I don't care. Dallas Cowboys, Philadelphia Eagles. I'm taking the Eagles in this one. Like uh, 28 to 6. We should make an overrated, underrated episode. We should. I agree. Yeah. You ask me that stuff all the time. Off season, off season after the Super Bowl, we will make make a series of players that are underrated and players that are overrated. Yeah. We're doing it. Awesome. 2021. Who are you taking, Eagles or Cowboys? The Turd Goals. Awesome. Final game, Monday Night Football. Again, disappointed. And if my brother's listening to this, he's going to text me after this. Because I, I complained about the Bucks last week. And like an hour after we posted that, he texted me yelling at me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jim, this one's for you. This game is going to suck. Because, let's be honest, Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the New York Giants... The Giants are horrible. So if Tom Brady needs another easy game, 
to stat pad. Here it is. Because I'm taking Tampa big in this one. Because the Giants are terrible. Giants are terrible, and somehow I see this being a close game. Go for it, man. It, I, it seems like a close game. Tampa's going to win, though. Here's, here's why I say it's terrible. The Tampa Bay defense against Daniel Jones. He's going to get squashed. Possibly. Because their offensive line is as terrible as and it is. And guess gets. who the running back for the Giants is? Devontae Freeman. Guess who knows yeah. Devontae Freeman? We do. The Bucks. Oh. Because they played him twice a year when he was in Atlanta. They know his running style. They know how he works, how he cuts, everything. And that defense is insanely good for Tampa Bay. Yeah. The offensive line for the Giants is like ghosts. But I am already tired of seeing Tampa Bay in primetime just because Tom Brady is there. That's the only reason, That's the they're, only reason they're in primetime this much. That's because Tom Brady and The Falcons and the Panthers, neither of them deserve to be primetime. Dallas and the Eagles in 2020 don't deserve to be primetime. No. If the NFL wanted good viewership on these games, they would move games into all three of these positions. Do the Chiefs game for Monday night or Thursday night? At least the Jets get out of here. Yeah. No. Everyone wants to watch them get squashed. No. You know what I want to see? Put Steelers, Ravens, Seahawks, Niners. Seahawks, Do Niners. Dolphins, Rams for Pete's sake. Who cares? Seahawks, Niners, move it to Monday. Ravens, Steelers, move it to Thursday. Well, they can't. It's too late for that one now because we got the game in less than six hours. So they can't move it anymore. Um, Put both of them on Monday. But anyway, so we're both taking Tampa. I'm taking Tampa huge in this one. Somehow it's going to be a close game. That's what you say. It's going to be twenty. <laughs> it's going to be twenty something to like thirty. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But that wraps that up. That is the week eight preview with the All Out Blitz podcast. That's it. We'll see you back here on Tuesday, Tuesday to cover what happened in this ridiculous week on November the third. Is that what they... How do you, are you like a walking calendar? Saturday is the 31st. First is Sunday. Second is Monday. Third is Tuesday. I'm smart. Good job. Thank <laughs> you. We'll be back apparently on November 3rd, Tuesday, to talk about what happened in this week. Um, everybody, enjoy your week of football. Hopefully we actually get a good game tonight so everybody can enjoy that. We'll see you back here next week to talk about what happened Enjoy your weekend of football. Stay safe, stay healthy, and peace out. Yeah.